Yvonne Mustafa Yud Zion on the bass, Brothers and Sons, Pratla Achiv Min Haim. Just before we start, I'm going to be away in Mitzvahim for about 10 days, so Rav Horowitz will give the, the morning show. I'm going to try my hardest to uh, upload the, the show as many of the days as I can. I'm going to be spending long days with a client. It's going to be, it's going to be difficult. Uh, doing interesting work, actually preparing a company for the world I think we're moving into. And, and people haven't seemed to have woken up to the fact yet that the world we're moving into is not the same as the world we've been in in the last 10, 20 years even, or longer. Uh, th- things are very different, not, not just what's going on in Europe, Corona, the effect of that, the impact, the, lots, of, lots of shifting. And, and people haven't fully yet understood the impact of those shifts. So that's the work that I'll be doing with this large company in the States. And um, so I'm going to do my best, but at least the daily show will take place as usual. And the, um, the, the uploading as much as I can, Mir Sashem, I'll do. Inheritance is a, is a strange thing because it's probably the only case where you receive something and there's no reciprocal obligation. Normally when you receive, there's at least an obligation of akaratatov. Uh, inheritance, there's a, there's a right to inheritance without a reciprocal obligation to inheritance. You receive and you don't even have to say thank you. There's nobody to say thank you to. Um, and, and yet we'll see today that it's not quite so. And in doing so, we'll understand some of the underlying values that underpin the mitzvah of Yibum. Uh, Yibum is, it's quite interesting to watch. As we know now with Dafyumi, there are lots of people who are learning Dafyumi who have no Torah background whatsoever. And Yivomus is a difficult <laughs> mesechte for those people. And you see it on their, on their Facebook pages and things. You see them grappling with, it's, it's so primitive, it seems so ridiculous, it seems so strange. It's hard to get your, and as a modern person, it's hard to get your head around the idea of Yibum. And yet we'll see, it's a natural law with, with, with ethical and moral principles underpinning it. Um, and through that, we'll understand, uh, we'll, we'll understand. And really, we're going to do it in, in a typical matmonim kind of way. We're going to do it through an analysis of one technical aspect of Yibum. The technical aspect of Yibum that, we, uh, that we're probing is that it's achim min ha'av v'lo min ha'im. It's paternal brothers that have a chiv of Yibum, not maternal brothers. Uh, why is that so? What does that mean? Let's get into it. For the first case of Yibum we have is with Yehuda says to Onan, Ba'al Eshet Achicha, Ba'al Eshet Achicha, take for yourself as a wife, the brother of, the, the wife of your brother, your deceased brother, and do Yibum, this is long before there's a mitzvah of Yibum, and, um, be that way established seed for your children. And the Ramban goes into a whole analysis of the traditional explanations. What does it mean to create seed for your children? Name the children after your brother. Your brother will have continuity. He pushes it all aside. And he says, Yibum is a principle, a, a Kabbalah principle that, that is huge in the, in the development and history of humankind. That's where Yibum fits. And anybody who God gave eyes with which to see, and ears with which to see, you'll realize that long before Kabbalah's Torah, the Chachomim knew, wise people realized that Yibum was something valuable and important. 
and and that the um, the brother should be the first one, if not the brother, then the nearest relative. Because any close relative that's talking about the halacha as it was before Kabbalah's Torah, that's the important word here. Anybody who inherits, well, there's benefit in, in the Yibum idea. And then the Ramban says, I'm not sure, says the Ramban, we don't know if this was practiced before Yehuda or whether Yehuda introduced it to the world. In Breshis Rabbah, there's a medrash that Yehuda started the mitzvah first. But maybe that means he started it as a mitzvah, although it was practiced before, before and just as a family practice. Because he's, he'd, got, he'd learned the principle from his forefathers. This was already entrenched in, in human thinking and, um, and certainly in Jewish thinking. And, and Yehuda understood the principle and maybe was the first to implement it. But it doesn't mean that that's when it started. It says the Ramban, I'm not sure where it comes from, but certainly from Yehuda and maybe earlier than that as well. It's considered cruel when a brother doesn't want to do Yibum. So it's another, we look at it and we say, what a cruel kind of thing, Yibum. The Ramban looks at it with Torah eyes and says, not to do Yibum is so cruel. It's, uh, it just shows how far our eyes are, as he says, anybody Hashem gave eyes. We've all got eyes that we, that we got from, through evolution. But some people have got eyes that Hashem gave them. And Oznaim Lishwa that Hashem gave them. People have different eyes. If you've got evolutionary eyes, your eyes are animal eyes. The same as an animal has got eyes. You see what you see. But if your eyes come from Hashem, if you see the, the divinity in your capacity to see and to hear and to understand, then you see the world in a different way and you understand it in a different way. Then we've got our posuk in, in Kitetze, which is the makor of, of, of the din of Yibam, as far as the part that we'll be doing today. Ki yashvu achim yachdav, when brothers live together, umeit echad mehem, and one dies, uvein en lo, and doesn't have a son, lo tiye eshet hamet achutza lishazar. Don't let the, the wife of the deceased just marry out to, the, to a strange family. Yivamai avu alau lekechalo lishav yibman. That's the posuk we've been dealing with a lot now. And we learn from Yachdav, Ki Yashvu Achim Yachdav, we learn two things, Kam Yashvu Achim Yachdav. One is that they both need to be alive at the same time. If the, if the Yabam was born after the deceased brother died, and, and the various different other cases that our Mishnah talks about in Yudzayin Amadalaf, um, then it doesn't work. They have to have lived in the world together. But for our purposes, what we're looking at, Yachdav Ham Yuchadim Benachalah, Yachtav means that they are miyuchadim benachala, that they could inherit one another. Prat la'achiv minayim. But a maternal brother doesn't inherit. They don't inherit each other. Two paternal, maternal brothers, and the one dies, the other one doesn't, is not a Yerush. So this, so we see the linkage between Yerusha and Yibum. We see it in the Ramban already, and we see it, and we see it in the, in the Posuk, and we see it in, in the Gemara. And the, uh, the Rashi, of course, is based on our Gemara, where our Gemara says, etc. What do we learn? And the Gemara says, Yachtav miyuchadim benachala, explains Rashi, Aharu'uyin li rash ze et ze. Who does Yibum? Two brothers who can inherit one another. Prat la'achiv mina'im, and that excludes a mother, the brother from the mother. And then the Gemara goes on to discuss why we need both words, Yachtav and Achim. 
uh, and, and the Gemara says, that in passing, Yibum Rachmana, why might I have even thought that it needs to be maternal and paternal, that if it's only a one-sided brother, then it doesn't work. <laughs> I would ask the Gemara, so how would I even have thought that it has to be that? Yibum Benachalata Yibum is dependent on inheritance, and we know that inheritance is only a paternal brother. So how might I even have thought that it could have been a maternal brother? Answers the Gemara, because Yibum is such a chidush. Why is it a chidush? Because the Torah, after the time of Yehuda, forbade the relationship between a brother and, and his sister-in-law. And therefore, Yibum had to be given not as an introduction of the law. That's the chidush of the Ramban. Yibum we've always had. The, the reason that Yibum is given at Matan Torah is to say, even though I've now forbidden a, bra- a sister-in-law to you, for Yibum it's allowed it to be Matthew the sister-in-law again, in the case of Yibum. And I might have thought that such a Chidush that will limit the Chidush only to a brother that is a brother on both sides comes to teach us, no, it only needs to be a brother from, from the father because Be'yerusha Talia Milta, the, the, the idea of Yibum is dependent on Yerusha, on the capacity to in- inherit. So let's go a little deeper into the idea of, of, of inheriting. We had a Gomorrah in Erevin, if you'll remember, back in Erevin, Daf'ayin Abad Aleph. Where the Gemara asks, A man, there are few people who have, have properties in a common, with a common courtyard. And one realizes he didn't make an Eruv, so he can be mevatel his Rashut. He can say, I'm part of everybody else's, I'm part of your Rashut. You made an Eruv, my, my yard, my house is part of yours. And then he can be included in the Eruv. But what happens if he died before he could do that? Can the Yoresh be mevatel the Rashut? What's the question, says the Gemara? Maybe only he who could have made an Eruv yesterday is permitted to make Bitul today. Bitul and Ami Mati mevatel. Aval but maybe the Yoresh, the heir, he couldn't have made the Erev yesterday because he didn't own the property yesterday. Today he owns the property. Yesterday he didn't. Maybe he can't be Mavatl. Maybe it's linked to the capacity to make the Erev. The property was mine yesterday. I could have made an Erev. I should have made an Erev. I didn't make an Erev. So today I can be Mavatl. But if I couldn't have made the Erev yesterday because the property wasn't mine yesterday, it was my father's, then maybe I can't be Mavatl. Or Dilmo, the other side, Yoresh Kare Davuahu. An inheritor is the leg of the father. <laughs> and that saying, uh, there's, there's a lot, there's some sefer on that, there's, there's a Futner in Pachat, Yitzchak talks about it, there's, there's some interesting uh, Kabbalah things in the, the film. The Gorn talks about the study of Yoresh Karidavua, why is he called the leg of his father? And, and the Achronim uh, say because when a person passes away, there's no more movement. They, they can't do mitzvahs anymore, so then the Shema can't move anymore. But if the child carries on doing mitzvahs, the child is like a leg for the father. The father carries on moving through the mitzvahs that the child does. Uh, so so what, what, what is that? We have to take that further. It's not just that the child does, does mitzvahs. And what's the linkage between Yerusha and, and Kare de Avuahu? It's not just that there's a, that the child and the child does it. It's to do with the Yerusha. What is the connection with the Yerusha? The child uses the assets of the father to continue doing good things. What are the assets of the father? Firstly, he's Yerush. So with the money he's inherited from the father, he does chesed and he does tzedakah. 
So he's doing it with the father's assets, with the assets that the father worked all his life to generate. Those assets continue doing good things in the world. But it's more than the economic assets. The son himself is an, is an asset. The son himself, the, the Gemara says in Kabbalah, the sons, the bones, the, the marrow of the son, it all comes from the father. The, father's, the son's physiology is the father. He's a genetic continuation of the father. And his intelligence comes of the father and how the father taught him and the midot and the Torah that he knows. It all comes from the father. So if he takes the father's asset, which he's inherited, both inherited legally and inherited biologically, and mentally, and spiritually, and emotionally, and he takes all of the father's assets and continues to do good things, then the ben is kare da'avu'ahu. Then the son is, an, is, the, is the leg, continues to enable movement of the father. But it doesn't even say bra kare da'avu'ahu, as it says elsewhere in Shasiyah. It says yurish. This is to do with Yerusha. So what about when the brother is a yurish? It's interesting. How does it work when a bra- brother is, yur- is yurish? So Reuven passes away. Shimon can inherit him if, if Yaakov has died already. But the way it works, as we learn in Ilchus Yerush and Yesh it goes back to the father and then down to the other son. It doesn't go directly from Reuven to Shimon. If Reuven's passed away, then Yaakov inherits Reuven if Reuven doesn't have children. If Yaakov's passed away, then his Yerush Bekever, as we say, kind of in his grave he inherits, and then back to Shimon, it goes down again to the next one. So when two brothers are inheriting each, each other, it's through their, their inheritance relationship to the father. That's why it has to be a Yerush Min Ha'avim, not Min Ha'im. Because, that, because now, again, he's working with the assets of the father, and the father got it from, from the son. So Yibum is, is the same idea. If we look at... Um, at the Gemara in Bava Basra, Dav Kuf Tezayim, based on the Posuk in Melochim, V'hadad shama b'Mitzrayim ki shachav Davidim avotav v'chimet Yoav sarat sava. Hadad heard in Mitzrayim that David, that David lay with his fathers and Yoav died. Asks the Gemara why Yoav, it says, died and with, with, with David it doesn't use that word. Answers the Gemara, David shineach ben kemoto neemrabo shchiva. Uh, it's not as if he as if he died. If he left a child in this, who follows in his way, that's not called death. The, 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 he's continues considered still living, and that's the idea of yeah. yibum. Yibum is the, is to continue. The brother inherits from the brother. Shimon inherits from Reuven. Now you want to make sure that you're taking the assets of Reuven and you're using those assets for continued good so that Reuven continues living in, in Shamayim. He's continuing to live. What does that living mean? He's gaining mitzvot. He's growing. He's developing. Why? Because everything he did during his lifetime is continuing to be productive from a Torah perspective. Part of that is the person's wife. The person's wife as well, you, you, with, with the wife, and to be able to have children with that wife, to continue that, that idea. So that inheritance is not just an idea of you, of you have a right to inheritance and no obligation. No. On the contrary, the whole idea of inheritance is that you take what you inherited. And as we said, both economic inheritance and spiritual, emotional, physical inheritance, everything you've got from your father, that you take that and you continue doing good every day of your life. That's the chiyuv that inheritance gives you. You've, you've inherited your capacities from your father. You've inherited your, your, your body. You were brought into this world by your father. And you've inherited economic assets from your father. Use all of that to continue doing good so that your father benefits. And the same is with Yibum, and that's why it's linked to Yerusha. If, they, if you're inheriting from the son, as the Ramban says in, in, in Bracious, if you're inheriting from the, from the brother, you have obligations with that inheritance. And part of that obligation 
is to continue the child, to continue the father's presence in the world through through the mitzvah of of yibum, and that's why the Rambam says, The brother is willing to take the money. Yes, he's willing to take the property of his brother. Yes, but yibum, which means a responsibility to the brother, that not to take and not and not invest and not re- reciprocate responsibility just to take the rights without the concurrent obligations that's that's cruelty and yibum comes to alleviate that cruelty 